Hey guys, get your cheese wheels and beers. This is the Door Guys Podcast. Door Guys 11, this is Davis. And Scott. Dude, uh, last night I was texting you about um, setting up like video game streaming, and I've never felt like a boomer, I guess is what the kids would say, more in my life, dude. I was yelling at <laughs> everyone so in funny. my fucking house. <laughs> it's like, leave me alone, I'm playing video games. <laughs> uh, it was so frustrating, dude, but uh, thank you for doing that. Yeah, not a problem. I've got a little bit of experience with it, with a roommate who streams on a regular basis, and me who tries to and uh, usually fuck something up, so I'm glad I could help you fuck your shit up, too. Yeah, I'm in the uh, wide world of uh, video game streaming now. Yeah, we just got to get it going, and then uh, we'll uh, be doing it more often. Um, for the listeners out there, we are doing this episode from actually the Funny Bone to uh, social distance more. Uh, the studio at my house is a little bit smaller. And it's pretty weird. I'm sitting about 30 feet away from these guys. <laughs> <laughs> he went and bought the longest cords that he could uh, so he could sit as far away from us as he could. We appreciate it. <laughs> and that voice is our special guest today. He's a uh, local comedian, uh, electrician. Um, let's see. Rex Burkhead's illegitimate twin brother. <laughs> and uh, welcome, Jason. Thanks for having me, fellas. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do like we do with everybody. We got a bunch of questions here to ask you, um, okay. and I will start them off. So how long have you been doing stand-up? It will be four years in a month. Oh, awesome. Got an anniversary coming up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you started doing stand-up, uh, we try to ask everybody if they remember the first joke they wrote. Uh, do you remember the first joke you wrote that you actually thought was a, a killer? <laughs> Um, oh boy. Let me see. I, uh, okay. This one, I think I wrote when I was years ago. I don't, I don't think I used this on my first one, my first time on stage, but, uh, Jesus walks into a bar, leaves the door swinging open behind him. And the bartender says, Jesus Christ, what are you born in a barn? And, uh, <laughs> <Hit that's, it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh can I get some oh. fake laughs or something? Uh, yeah. This guy's terrible. <laughs> That's my time, everybody. Thank you so much. Oh, God. I've, I always forget that I got to turn that slider back up because it also controls my music. So I hit the button and then nothing. Yeah, it's. Because I'm sitting so far away, I can't give you a kick under the table, dude. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, we know everybody's nervous when they get up. Do you remember your first time on stage? I do. I do. It was actually uh, downtown at the uh, the back line down there. Well, I, I saw on Facebook that there was a, a, a comedy open mic, and I didn't know. You know, the, the only thing I knew of comedy in Omaha was the Funny Bone, and uh, I I saw that, and I said, "Oh my god, I I gotta go. I gotta go do that." And so I wrote uh, I wrote I don't know about four minutes of uh, of material and. Went down and uh, I was nervous as hell. And, and you're supposed to put a hat, uh, your name in a hat, and then they draw it out, and you go up at random. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I'd went to the host. And I was sitting out in the crowd, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what if they call me?" And I went and told him after a comic went on stage, said, "Dude, hey man, take take my name out. I don't want to do it." <laughs> He's like, "Just do." It. I said, "I'm just gonna watch this time." And so he took my name out of the hat, 
And uh, then I stayed and, and uh, I don't know if I got just built up some confidence while I was sitting there. And, and the other and, guys were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are shit. I should be great. Now I went up and, uh, and I got, got a bunch of laughs and the host came back on. And he's like, well, it is safe to say that was my favorite set of the night. And I left. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this stuff. And then the next week he said the same shit about somebody else. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he was lying to you. <laughs> you you son of a bitch, I'm in. But I On that first back. set, did you get uh, <clears throat> did you get some laughs from the crowd? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. To, uh, so that really – it's like um, when I hit a good shot in golf and uh, yeah. <laughs> it keeps me going back out, you know? <laughs> exactly. Get one, yeah, one good shot to keep you coming back. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, love the feeling and uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, obviously, that was you know you coming up on your four year anniversary now, mm-hmm. um, and obviously that went well. And we've mm-hmm. heard people, you know, Ty Ingram talked about dropping the mic and he was so nervous. <laughs> What are the nerves like still going up on stage? I know it changes over time. It's a different kind of. I mean, when we first started doing the podcast, it was weird just talking. You oh, know, I'm like sure. we were nervous that we sounded how we sounded. We we were just worried about what it was like. Now that we've been doing it, like we're nervous that the show's going to be good, but we're not nervous to talk and be on the mic and all that. And we're sure. just recording. I mean, we could delete this shit whenever we want. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm still trying not to say fucking um all the time. <laughs> yeah, which I said probably like six times already on this well, show. Yeah, <laughs> grandma's listening. Yeah, you have to. That's right. What's up, so, Grandma? So what are the nerves like for you now going up on stage? Obviously, the pandemic has changed things a little bit, but yeah. how, it, how's that been? It's, uh, I think, you know, there's definitely the, uh, I don't know, butterflies walking up to the stage like when you guys are back in the sound booth and doing the intro and, and now coming to or, the stage. Or when I bring you up on stage without a fucking <laughs> microphone, which I did do. <laughs> I'll never forget that night. I was I was panicking. I'm I'm side stage ready, you know, waiting for your intro. I look and I'm like, where's the fucking mic stand at? Yeah. I don't so, see. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we, pre-COVID pandemic, we used to host corporate events here, so... Companies could rent out our... Uh, you still can. Yeah, you still can. <laughs> but uh, you could rent out our uh, showroom and do your little events here, corporate events, dinners, whatever. A lot of times they would do them before a show. So they'd come in, they'd have the showroom for a while, and then they'd have like the front row would be for them for the show. Um, and that's what we had. We had some event going on that day. And I just <laughs> spaced it off. You know, you're, you're used to microphones being on the stage where they're supposed to be, so you don't think about it. Tell me about well, it. when I come in, I usually check the stage to make sure everything's good yeah, up listen, there. You're a <laughs> Davis is a professional. Yeah, though. let's That's listen right. to the model employee back there. Uh, I do not. I make sure that all my sound booth shit is set up, and then I didn't even look to see if there were microphones. Fucker was playing Candy Crush in the sound booth. <laughs> I actually probably was playing something on my phone, which is funny. But uh, I got up on stage and said, hey, everybody, uh, listen, we're going to pass a hat around, uh, try and get the funny bone of microphone. Uh, Scott, hello. Yeah, and, and luckily Jason's voice can carry through the room, so uh, he just yelled at everybody for a few minutes until I got him yeah. a microphone. Loud noises. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy brought Daisy finally got one up there. I think. Yeah, we finally got one going for. Her. I think I, I think we brought up the wireless mic and then got yeah. it figured out afterwards. But yeah, yeah it was uh, was a stand just behind the curtain. It well, it was, but they had unplugged the the cables and everything from underneath. Oh. So yeah, it wasn't something that you could just get set up like gotcha. in five seconds. So yeah, yeah. it was uh, party foul. Yeah, it was. It was that was my bad. 
Um, but but the the nerves though. Back to that. Yeah. It's like literally. I think once you get the first laugh, it's like oh yeah, and you kind of I don't know, feel the, you feel that energy or whatever, and it's you, you get in the zone, I guess. And huh. Shit, I'm not even and on it stage, and, and that's something we've talked about in this very room. Like you could just walking in here when everyone's, you know, someone did a closer, they got a big laugh, and you come out from out there, you know, doing chores to back in here, <laughs> and you feel that energy right when you walk yeah. in the room. I can't imagine on stage here in that whole room roar because oh, yeah. you've done some pretty big shows here where they've been sold out where there's, yeah. I mean, this when this place is filled, it it gets roaring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's yep. I, I posted, we have a group chat with uh, some of the other guys because we play video games together, and I posted that Friday night, Josh Wolf's second show, uh, when he closed, he plays music and mm-hmm. he does songs or whatever. Uh, the roar in this room reminded me of a full sold out show. Nice. Like, it's like a hundred people in here. It, there's a hundred people, and it sounded like three. I mean, it sounded like three hundred people were in here. Easy. Yeah. And I expected a standing ovation. That's the kind of energy that was nice. in the room. Like it was that kind of energy. I don't. Nobody did, but. Uh, had there been more people in here and the first person would have stood up, oh, everybody sure. would have stood up. You know what I mean? Yep. It was just, it was that, that feeling you can't describe. I mean, it's. Well, that's why comedy is awesome, man. It can hell yeah. cure, laughter can cure most anything, man. Yeah. I'd, I'd come out to the, the late show last night and great show. Hilarious. He, he ran a little long and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And got out of here at 1130 last night, but it, it was, it was a great show. And just sometimes just coming out to watch shows and sitting back and looking out at the crowd, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, this is the most freaking awesome thing ever. Like, you get to go up there and, you know, be funny and tell jokes and be a jackass, and and everybody's, you know, everybody's into it, and you get away from all the BS, and everybody just laughs. It's it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's why we love it. <laughs> so my last <laughs> yeah. question, uh, I always do this one, too, is – uh, we know a lot of open mics and stuff happen in really weird places, and people book comedy shows in really odd spots too. So, where is the weirdest or craziest place you've done a comedy show? Weirdest or craziest? Um, let me think. I did <laughs> down in Kansas City. Uh, my buddy put on a. Uh, they had a. It was a professional boxing down there in this in this like a little arena and. <laughs> They'd asked me to be the, uh, the freaking oh god, what the the ring announcer, and he said, yeah, could you do you know like fifteen minutes before the fights? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, wait. wait. But, <laughs> you were gonna be the ring announcer, like let's get ready to rumble. But they also wanted you to do a set before <laughs> yeah. the fights, fighting out of the red corner from Omaha, Nebraska. Get them all laughing before <laughs> people are beating the shit. <laughs> yeah, out of each yeah. Other. let me just. Oh, and shit, this was my second time doing. Oh uh, wow! Time in a ring. I did it for uh, Terrence Crawford. They had him down at the oh, September Fest. No shit. And oh, they had me do it at intermission. What a yeah. Let me just tell you, uh, they, they don't mix. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I've never seen I've never was, seen that before or uh, heard of that. So like I'm just thinking that too. That is a what? crazy mixture. Oh yeah. Well I did so they had four fights, an intermission in between, and then four fights after. And uh 
So you have four fights, and the energy in a room for, for fights, you know, everybody's, you know, adrenaline flowing and not kick his There's ass. There's usually fights in the stands, out. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's just crazy. And so then it's like, okay, everyone shut up and listen to me tell jokes. <laughs> hey, stop. No, you guys be quiet. It was, it went on for like, I was supposed to do like 15 minutes in there. And four minutes in, the dude's like waving at his neck. Yeah, let's, that's enough. Yeah, because I'm the like, people yeah. in the crowd were like, let's get this guy's ass. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. No. Nobody gave a shit. They didn't want to hear it. They were going to get beer. And like, you see that last one? And some old lady, you were really, you did a nice job. I'm like, oh, thanks, ma'am. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so those are the end of my questions, and now okay. Davis has his follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one is, uh, have you ever at any time in your life left a porno tape in the VCR? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> What had happened was, uh, okay, so. <laughs> I, ha- I have. I'll tell my story Let after you tell this. yours. Okay. Oh, you want to hear mine first? Do it. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, borrowed a porno from my friend, and I watched it when my parents were at the grocery store, left it in there because, uh, <laughs> you know, I finished. And uh, the next day, my dad called me up and was like, son, uh, what is this? And the porno, the name of the porno was called Titty Slickers. <laughs> So even better. That's a classic. <laughs> he, he had a smile on his face and uh, was kind of scolding me, but also you could tell he was proud. And uh, then he just told me, you have little sisters and a little brother in this house. You can't be doing this shit. And then I had to give it back to my... Oh, no, he took it. And I had to tell my friend, um, yeah, I, uh, this porno I borrowed, it's gone. My dad's watching it <laughs> My now. dad added it to his collection. <laughs> but he did get me Titty Slickers too for Christmas. So <laughs> little known fact, uh, Billy Crystal is not in Titty Slickers. <laughs> Oh, oh, bummer. I'm not watching it now. John Lovitz, however. He is. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so my, my brother. Yeah, I've, I, uh, I did some research. I heard that you have a story about this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so my older brother, <laughs> he'll be real happy with <laughs> My older brother, he got a hold of this uh, VHS like some kind of uh, a compilation of a bunch of pornos from like the 80s and uh <laughs> he had that hidden in his room and uh yeah on Sundays you know the family would go to grandma's but you know what I got, I got a bunch of homework I got to get done so I better stay home and uh the family take off and uh I go in search of the porno in my brother's room <laughs> Because uh, that's what you do when you have brothers and sisters and a family and you're home alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You kid. rummage. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, yeah. Home alone. Remember that. That's coming up. Right. In a sec. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I found it. And uh, what was, so I, I find a good, you know, like today, you know, nowadays you can just click through a bunch of different ones on Pornhub or something, you know, not that I do that. Oh, but, no, uh, you can. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love the compilations. You said that word earlier. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So, so you find something that gives you a little inspiration to get the job done, and uh, you run for the uh, run for the finish line. Well, what I would have to do, we only had the one VCR in the living room, and uh, <laughs> and my, I'm realizing my mom's gonna listen to this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how the carpet was all matted? 
by the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the dog. We all gathered there. Uh, <laughs> no, so, so I'd have to, you know, throw it in the old VCR. Then I'd go wait by the door. And that's where I'd take care of business because it's like, I got to be able to hear if mom and dad. Oh, if they, dri- if they drive up or yeah. come up. Yeah, good call. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I was like in the zone or something. I, I don't know if I lit some candles, set some music or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> so I'm standing by the door with my pants around my ankles, and I'm adjusting the tracking with one hand and handling my business with the other. And uh, <laughs> I, I hear my dad on the porch. Well, I don't know where. Check the glove compartment. Oh, God, what was I thinking? I had to freaking... You know, duck walking across the living room real quick, <laughs> and I <laughs> I go to hit eject on the VCR, and this thing goes, Gank. oh, oh no, hit eject, Gank. I'm like, oh god, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I forgot to hit stop first. Oh, were you youngins out there <laughs> when you had a VHS tape uh, and tried to eject it? Sometimes it could kind of get tangled up in all the yeah. fucking knobs and shit. Yeah, there and it would get ruin stuck. Tapes. Yeah, oh. and it would suck if you rented something from Blockbuster. But this really sucks. Oh. For you. Well, and the thing was, I wasn't going to have time to rewind it back to where my brother had left off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, the worst case is at least he knows, and my mom doesn't till till I'm down that I'm forty. <laughs> till today, till today. Sorry, oh. mom. <laughs> We're really proud of him. Uh, he's really doing a bang up job. Uh, so I, I'm like, it's not coming out, and Home Alone is sitting there, and I take the Home Alone VHS tape out and I throw it behind the couch. And I'm standing there holding the empty VHS tape, and my dad comes in, and he's he looks at me, "What are you doing?" Oh no, I was watching Home Alone, and then and I I was trying to get it out. I can't get it out. I'm gonna take the VCR down in the basement. I'm gonna try and take this thing out and get the movie out. So all right, I go. He's <laughs> just looking at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> looking all super sketchy and nervous in front I don't of the know. VHS. Why are you sweating? I don't know. <laughs> oh, That's a pretty good story. Knew. So, yeah, so end of the story, did you get it out of the v- VCR, no problem? I did. I, then I did some side jobs as a VCR repairman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, did, I had to take the whole damn thing off. It was Like the top of it? Yeah, the top. There's like a couple screws on the side, a couple on just in case you ever get caught in this predicament yourself. Yeah, and you um, have to uh, wind it back yeah. up to have the, ta- to have the film out of it? You know, they were. I think so, And I, but I got it out. And I was able to just hurry up and stuff it up in my brother's closet. He probably knew, like, what the hell? But, but That's not where it came it. last time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, see, did he have the same technique as you, obviously? Because if he had it, he had to watch it in the living room, too. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Standing by the door waiting for everybody to get home. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is it, there was that spot on the carpet. <laughs> it was a group. And can I throw this one other thing in there? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, do it. My dad found the tape the one time. Oh, shit. And I, I was up in my room, and I heard my dad call from a brother. Uh, Tim, better get, come on down here. I'm like, oh, God, he's in trouble. And uh, so I waited a few seconds. I crept down the stairs, and I looked around the corner. And oh, he, my dad had the porto on the TV. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I, like I said, it was a compilation. <laughs> and it was on the scene. My favorite. Oh, yeah. There was a lady from My 600-Pound Life 
And, oh. Yeah, and two guys are going at her, and it was just, and my dad looked at my brother, he goes, is this what you like watching? <laughs> <laughs> that was his concern. That's the best. Yeah. I just laughed and was just so glad he got caught, and I did. <laughs> Better that's, him than me. <laughs> that's the best. See, my parents, I didn't have any issues with that when I was young, but my parents had an issue with that once where <laughs> my my uh, stepdad had left his video in the VCR and we were probably 12, I was probably 12 or 13. Oh, and uh, I went to turn the TV on, but he had left the tape playing. We had, <laughs> we had come home and it, he had a run in his room. And so he had just clicked the TV off. So I come home and I turned the TV on and... I don't know what, all I know is it was called like King Kong Dong. (laughs) This dude had like a 14 inch piece on him. And that's all I remember. Dude, I remember being traumatized at like 12. (laughs) It was fucking hilarious. This was your stepdad? It was my stepdad. I don't know what he was into, but it was like this. Uh, King Kong Dong, dude. Yeah, exactly. It was like this 14 inch fucking long black dude just fucking railing these chicks. And I was like, I turned the TV back off and went to my room. I think we all know what he was into. I played Super Nintendo the rest of the night and I didn't talk to anybody. You're not my real dad. I didn't even eat dinner that night. You're my think. dad's Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we move on, uh, favorite porno star. Go, Scott. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bridget the Midget. All right. <laughs> Jason? Oh, King Kong Dong. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and I'll pass. Oh. <laughs> Uh, let's go to my next question. You have a lot of uh, rivalries here in Omaha with, say, the mayor, uh, TV personalities. And uh, I just want to know what's your favorite rivalry and also who got the angriest from these memes you post? <laughs> um, I, think, I think my favorite is the mayor. And I think uh, Julie Cornell got the angriest. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my guess. On yeah. Both of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was not pleased. <laughs> so for those of you out there that don't know, uh, Jason makes memes say uh, we have a big pothole problem here in Omaha or anything, really. And he will put, he'll put the picture put a picture up of this person and make a quote like they said it and people are so dumb that a lot some people will think it's real <laughs> definitely there's there's yes. there's more than a few there's more than some there's a lot Thousands. of people who are like oh did is this real <laughs> like yeah it's bad well, it really tests like that you know basically the situation we're in in society right now with people just reading shit on the internet and going with it and then arguing with everyone you <laughs> literally bring that to light by making shit up and then people are just like run with it and like message the mayor and be like yeah. what the fuck i can't believe you said this and then she gets mad at you <laughs> oh she did she went on the news about it because oh shit and there was a lot there's been a lot of memes and the one that got the one that got <laughs> This is the fucking best, <laughs> by the way. It, yeah, and and what it is, if you haven't seen it, it's like I have a template, and it's an actual like uh, I don't know if it's Channel Six or whatever, but it's their their template that they use when it's when the mayor makes a statement. Well, it's a blank template, so I'll just fill it in with a quote from the mayor. And uh, the one was, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't relate to I can't relate to these whiners. I drive my car is provided by the city, so I don't have to pay for any of the damage that's done to it. <laughs> they, so they do. And it's just, you know what? Don't print that. I don't think that'll help. 
<laughs> it got shared like 1500 times <laughs> and so when it shares when it's generated from my page i get to go look at everybody that shares it and it's like here's the bitch you voted for That's this is who she is <laughs> it's like oh guys it says jason regan comedy right on right on it like literally right <laughs> on literally, the fucking the, the page that is sharing it she, it's right there <laughs> she was on the news and she had she had to this is not me saying these things. <laughs> we we have people calling into the hotline furious saying, how dare you talk to us like that? <laughs> That's the best. And it's like, uh, this is this is funny. It's so funny. It's oh. so funny. Uh, what did you, how, how mad? I want to know what, what you did to Julie Cornell. I feel like I missed that. I just know that she was mad at you. She was not pleased. Uh, so I, 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 Googled a picture. If you don't know, she's married to Bill Ranby, the weather I, guy. I, did, I think I did know that. Yeah, so yes. like, doesn't she co-anchor now, and then he does weather, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I'd found a picture of those two, and she had kind of a, you know, like, oh, Bill, kind of look on her face. and, <laughs> and Bill, We all know it. We all know that look. Yeah. Bill, Bill had the old, what? <laughs> well, I'd put the little bubbles, uh, and, and here's what had happened. So... Saturday, Ranby's on the on the news, and he'd said, uh, you know, we're going to have, you know, major blizzard. Uh, cities are going to be shut down tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, yada, yada, yada. So I go to the store, you know, and I stock up, buy a bunch of groceries, and, like, you know, me and my daughter, we're going to be stuck home watching movies. And, and I wake up Sunday morning, and there's, like, maybe a light dusting of snow. Oh, I and hate it's that. Like, man, what? So I made that. I found that picture, and uh, kind of in – Old joke, but it was from Juliet said, uh, this storm ain't the first time Bill's failed to whip out as many inches as he promised. Yeah, I remember seeing that picture. Yeah. Well, I put it on my personal page and my comedy page, and it, like, started going, like, you know, wildfire, and it was getting shared a ton. And I was at work Monday afternoon, and I saw a comment from Julianne Ranby. <laughs> yeah, and it said, "Please take this down," and I'm like, "No way!" And I'm like, is this her? So I go onto the page and I'm clicking through, and it goes back, you know, like four years. And I'm like, "Wow, this is really her." Oh, it's this her is personal her. Facebook page. No yeah. way! Oh yeah, <laughs> and please then, take this down. <laughs> please, uh, definitely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we're going harder now. And I'm like, "No way, man!" So I. Well, then I checked my inbox, and she messaged me, dude, take it down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but it's a joke. Yeah. I'm a comedian. People like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, called, uh, I called Covey, another uh, comedian. He's a, he's a lawyer in town. And, yeah, we've, we've uh, mentioned him uh, once or twice on the show okay, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I said, dude, uh, does she have any, I don't know, legal recourse against me? And he's like, well, this is... Isn't exactly my expertise, but, uh, you know, it's satire. She's a public figure. It's a First Amendment thing. It's kind of like, right. you know, when they make fun of somebody famous on Saturday Night Live. It's, right. it's a joke. And I said, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're letting it fly. Julie, I cannot take it down. I've consulted with my attorney. Well, and I don't know <laughs> the law on, like, slander or anything, but, like, you didn't, you didn't like, mention them by, like, you weren't like, Julie Cornell does this. It right. was just a joke, you know? Like yeah. you said, it was satire, so they can't do shit about it. And, and it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it says Jason Regan comedy on the thing. It's like, right, it's, yeah. right. It's funny. But just, she, just, 
just like we were saying, people <laughs> will read that and they don't read the comedy part. They just oh, yeah. read the quote and then they're like, this <laughs> bitch fucking said this? <laughs> I had asked her because she didn't see it was on my comedy page. And I'm like, well, she's like, take it down. I said, did Bill at least think it was funny? <laughs> 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 the problem is, is it was probably true, so she yeah. was really upset about it. I'm like, I'm like, I would think this shit was funny if somebody said it about oh, me. Oh, hell yeah. I'd, I'd laugh my ass off. She, after that newscast that night, she sent me a message back. Bill thought it was funny, but... No way. No <laughs> in, a way. in a different setting. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's a win for me. I'll chalk it up. So I... Took it off my personal page, but she didn't it's know about still, the other one. Well, Left yeah, it on the it, comedy page. Once people start sharing, it's out there, man. Yeah. yeah it, like, yeah. can't take that back, Julie. The internet's forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you're, you're awesome at, like, memes, and I feel like uh, you've been doing a thing lately where you call Uber Eats and <laughs> post your messages with them, and that's hilarious. There's also been uh, this Omaha comedy war meme war oh, yeah, thing yeah, going yeah. on that I want you to talk about. Okay. But before you talk about that stuff, I just want to say, man, I've seen you not in the beginning, uh, but since mm. you've come to the funny bone, I think I was a judge on one of your clash of the comics and I've seen you kind of grow in these four years as a comic dude. And one of the things I love about you is another dude, um, Dusty Stell, mm -hmm. out of Omaha. He's one of the funniest uh, local comics that I've heard of. But he was, yeah. he always seemed to me like from afar, because I'm not like down in it. Is he was really about the comedy community here in Omaha, and mm -hmm. you're very much like that, Jason. Like you, thank you. Uh, are, like get shows put together. You're trying to get comedians out there, and uh, you're really. Um, a driving force in Omaha, in the Omaha com comedy scene, I feel like. And I just wanted to say that to all the listeners and everyone, because I've Thanks, seen man. you even Appreciate grow. It. Like you're, you're such a much stronger comic now than when I first saw you on your first clash of the comics and you were good then. So Thank I just you. keep it up, Appreciate man. You're doing it. awesome. Thanks a lot, man. And uh, you should probably have some kind of prank show. We should probably put this together <laughs> sometime because you're yeah. pretty Fellas. good at this shit. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do calls. I do. I, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> And and that Uber Eats deal, by the way, uh, that that shit just kind of fell in my. They they started texting me. We're here with your order. What? <laughs> like who who is this? This is her door. Yeah, aren't they just supposed to leave it at your door? I, I some of them do, but they don't always. Like I uh, yeah. on Friday we had a, a work luncheon thing where they gave us access to their corporate Uber Eats to order food, and I'm sitting in my. You know, we're doing it all through like Microsoft meetings. We have the, the video up and everything. And I'm sitting in my room and I hear someone banging on my door. It sounded like the <laughs> cops. I'm like, what the fuck? Is somebody cert doing a search warrant? Like, what is right. going on? So I go to my front door and it's this morbidly obese uh, fucking Uber Eats delivery driver with no mask on. Just standing there like holding my food at the door. Oh, nice. And I opened the door. He's like, here you go. <laughs> what can the I fuck use your is shit this? Yeah, oh, I was God. expecting him to ask, hey, can I get a drink? And you mind if I take a piss? <laughs> Were you like, it's a fucking pandemic. Get back. Yeah. No, I was like, Dude, you can just put the stuff down on the porch. He's like, whatever. And he walked away. I was like, what, what is going on? So you yeah. tip them before, right? Like you tip them when you pay for yeah, it. Yeah, right? you have to tip them when you pay for it, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, because then, I mean, if I'm an Uber Eats driver or that, I'm going to pee in your drink if you don't tip me. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Right. I don't drive for them. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I did. And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that's – so it kind of fell in your lap because they were accidentally texting you? Uh, yeah, and, and they would call all hours of the night. And, and Prince, if you're listening, there's a dude named Prince in Omaha. That's whose uh, DoorDash texts and phone calls I'd get. 
And they're calling all hours of night. And at first, I'm like, hey, hey, buddy, listen, hey, you got the wrong. I'm not Prince. Oh, I you're not. Even, I didn't even know that. You're not even ordering no, shit? <laughs> I, I don't even have DoorDash, man. I, I, I don't have it. And the shit, somehow my number got in their system. And so, like, your Eileen's cookies are here. You, I'd be at work during the day, and this dude would get three, four you know, your McDonald's is here. Your your DoorDash yeah, is, is on the this way. guy? Dude, I, don't. I did not know. I thought, that, I'm like, Jesus, Jason's fucking loaded, dude. He's spending like 40 bucks a meal. Yeah. He gets DoorDash all the time. I spare no expense. <laughs> uh, yeah, and eventually, and I'd even called, and, and the numbers were coming in. I think it was like Palo Alto, California, or San Mateo, and from these different numbers, which I think is routed through. Yeah, through their out. shit, yeah. And I'd eventually got to where I'd called out there. I'm like, hey, listen, I keep getting, you know, calls from your DoorDash. Oh, I'm very sorry. We'll take care of that for you the next day. Your freaking Taco Bell's here. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. So I'm just like, so it's a tax. I'm just like, would you mind coming in and watching some TV with me for a while? <laughs> and uh, I don't think I can. Please listen, listen. I'm stuck on the shitter right now. Can you bring me some toilet? Yeah, that's paper? my favorite one. <laughs> There's a key under the mat. Uh, <laughs> uh, will you come rub my back? <laughs> oh, and the one I told the guy, I go, hey, listen, man. I, <laughs> my wife's sleeping on the couch. I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck on the shitter. Just kick the shit out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> and that one, that was a phone call. And so I'm listening to the guy, boom, 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 boom. Get this in. So this poor bastard that's getting the delivery just thinks the the delivery guy's an asshole. Like, what is she? She gets on, gets on the phone. I go, I go, did you meet my wife? No, it was a guy. I go, well, no, that's my wife. She's pretty homely looking. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. So I was thinking about it too. I'm a, I'm a pretty nice guy. So like if I was that uh, Uber Eats driver and you text me about the toilet paper, I would have to, I wouldn't be like, fuck no. I'd be like, man, like I got to take this guy fucking napkins. And I yeah, like, I'd feel there. super yeah, bad. Yeah, I'd like, be like, fuck man. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to, but like, I gotta help a guy out. Oh. Like where's the rollout? I'll toss it in the door. Right. <laughs> Just, I'm going to put my hand through the, through the crack. Don't look. <laughs> yeah, one, one of those things <laughs> oh shit so yeah uh another person you've uh recently taken some more aim at is uh our terrible human thumb of a governor <laughs> pete ricketts oh yeah <laughs> uh oh. Well, i haven't even seen these i had a i had down here uh on my second question to ask you if you could send <laughs> memes to pete ricketts for me well, oh like, shit i i have when the I marijuana thing got stricken down by the Supreme Court. I actually pulled it up on your page because it made me laugh. It it looks like the WOWT news, you know, like like he made a, an official statement and it says, you motherfuckers, you think you can do this to me? I run shit around here. You just live here. King Kong ain't, King Kong ain't got shit on me. That's right. And that was just, I used Denzel's speech in training day. Yeah. Y'all, you motherfuckers. Yeah. And that one got shared around. And some people thought that was real. It no was like, way. I'm no. dead serious. Like, I'm just saying, you know, I don't think. Rick, it's oh, you motherfuckers! Yeah, right, uh, guys, come on. Well, I mean, you're getting some of these are getting a lot of shares too. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, the talking about Bill well, Ramey because I'm just, they're hilarious, but two obviously because people are are really dumb, insane. Oh, man. Well, like we had that freak snow in August. 
Yes. And you had made one for Bill Ramsey <laughs> that said, I literally went in and take a shit, came back out, and all hell broke loose. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. My bad, y'all. And it has 660 shares on it. I mean, like, that that's impressive. With a percentage being like, that, I can't believe you fucking said that shit. Yeah, I'm sure Unreal. I shared it, too. <laughs> Julie's got to be furious. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's fucking awesome. It's and and some of that's and sometimes what I'll do is I'll go into some of these shares and I'll look at the comments and I'll screenshot those and then that make that a whole nother post with like 15 20 pictures of screenshots where somebody'll post it and their friends will comment oh, absolutely unreal that the mayor would talk like this. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. How unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I believe I've, she's a mayor of a city. <laughs> right. Like, I think I've just, seen some of those posts too. Oh, when I made, when I listed the those scooters for sale. Oh <laughs> yeah, the so we had those. Uh, what are they? Lime oh, and yeah. uh, what were the orange ones? Uh, whatever those stupid scooter share things are. Yeah. Until they started dumping them in the Missouri River and shit. <laughs> and then now we don't have them anymore. I don't yeah. think. Well, they brought them back. They they were only here for that test, and then they were here last summer. <laughs> Even with the pandemic, they were just like, I'd randomly see them. I saw one sitting on the side of the road at like 96th and L. I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's a long here? ride. I think yeah, they're just supposed shit. to stay downtown. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I, think, I think somebody took it, uh, took it in their truck until they realized it's tracked with GPS and they just dumped it. But uh, yeah, you posted them for sale. And that shit was funny too because people really were, were like, what? <laughs> My brother's a cop and I'm going to let him know. I said, sir, they're available for sale to anyone, even cops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <to> my number. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> as long as his money's green, brother. That's right. <laughs> Send him away. So explain uh, this Omaha comedy meme war. And for the listeners, okay. it's just been on social media. Scott, myself, and a lot of other people obviously follow you guys and the local comedians and you guys have been engaged in a meme war, which has been pretty fucking funny watching from afar. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's, it gets a little dicey. Uh, so basically, uh, <laughs> you just make, and it's, it's like when you and your buddies get together and you bust each other's balls. Oh yeah. It's, uh, Omaha comedians and, uh, we'll kind of, uh, we'll <laughs> just, you bust each other's ball. Me like, uh, Tyler, uh, Ty Ingram, he uh, he got me. He basically called me a green room bitch out here at the Funny Bone. I did see those memes. Oh, I'm like, you son of a bitch! But well, and I mean they 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 attack. There's what, a, what makes me laugh is you guys are all buddies outside yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it, it's something that buddies do, but also comedians do is you attack each other in yeah. funny ways about like the things that you're known for. Uh-huh. You know, like when I saw somebody post the one about. Uh, Ty Ingram that said, maybe if I cook the headliners food just right, they'll take me on tour with them or whatever. Right. I was dying because it's a dude putting the clown makeup on. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, that was, uh, it seemed to, I don't know this guy. I've never seen, uh, but uh, George Zilla, is that his name? Yes. <laughs> he was uh, one of the main targets of the last one. I don't know him. I haven't seen his comedy, but uh, I he must have pissed you guys off because you, you know, guys went after him, uh, or not not piss you off, but you know, you guys it, are getting after it. It was uh, it was a it was definitely a ball busting uh, situation, and so and I think it's it's one of those things where it's like uh, now is the time to air all grievances and uh, lay it down and, <laughs> in a, in a safe place. Here we go, and uh, you know there there'd been some. Uh, 
Oh, <laughs> some. You, you tiptoeing I'm, around this I'm a little bit. Tiptoeing around this. <laughs> tiptoeing through the daisies here. Uh, you know, there was just some some beef stuff back and forth. Right. And then everybody kind of took advantage of it as far as, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm getting, we're getting him today. And, uh, uh, yeah, and the shit, the, the shit was funny. I don't know. Oh, it's it's real funny yeah. uh, to watch you guys yeah. do that. Uh, and people have probably listened to other podcasts and heard comedians talk about this before. As much as I love seeing you guys do good, sitting back here and seeing mm-hmm. some crazy shit happen or something that's not supposed to happen because, like Scott said or people have said on here before, we see the same show for the most part. If everything goes how it's supposed to, which is not right. how it happens in uh, right. this world that we live in, yeah, uh, then we see the same show like four to five times. So it's just kind of, yeah. it's not boring, but like at a certain point you get jaded to it. Sure. So what I live for, you know, is seeing shit go sideways or right. like when I see that, like I, I've been around you, I've been around Nick Allen, uh, a lot of people that come up here. So I know know you so i can tell kind of when you're getting nervous or uncomfortable yeah. and that shit <laughs> i love that shit <laughs> oh yeah there- uh like the other night uh for josh wolf um nick allen was opening and the crowd was he got him warmed up real good but at mm-hmm. the very beginning i think after his first two jokes he was like oh this is how it's gonna go and i'm <laughs> yeah. in the sound booth just laughing because yep. i'm like oh shit yeah. here we go <laughs> it was it but was they, they were good by the end you know he and that's why you that's why you guys are so talented because you can get them on board like that but they were not on board right yeah. away dude I, I we were talking about it on friday he came into the green room or in the green room into the uh, sound booth after the first show after he did his, his set and he was like man he was like, they were really digging one joke, and I, I should have mm. capitalized more on that. But it's weird that we're, <clears throat> excuse me, it's weird that we're in like this pandemic time now because uh, the crowds are acting different. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like a totally different feel. Like yeah. people are coming out. true. And I told him, I was like, sometimes it feels like they're here just to see that headliner. Like right. they bought right. the ticket to see, you know, uh, <laughs> Josh Wolf. And it's like they're almost feeling like I'm here just to see Josh Wolf, and right. they don't know how to react to other people being on stage. It's like they've they've lost that kind of idea. You know, they're looking for that one thing that's going to make them laugh, but they can't see that anything else could be funny. It's just it was so. It's well, been and I also weird. think maybe ner- nerves. Like it's weird. I, I mean, maybe a lot of where we live. Obviously, a lot of people still go out, but I f- think if you're coming here and you haven't really been out, like it's kind of nerve wracking to be out in public again. You know. Sure. I haven't really had a lot to do <laughs> during the pandemic, so I've stayed at home. So a couple times that I've gone out, I remember the first time I went out, we, like, drove by a construction site, and this guy was, like, coming out of the bathroom, like, creeping on a guy. And, I, and we were just driving by, and I was like, holy shit, it's crazy out here, guys. <laughs> There's, like, a bum pushing a cart, like, something that I see every day, but, like, I hadn't seen it forever, so... It yeah. just felt new. I feel like, you know, when they come in here, if they're a little bit tight, that's kind of like, oh, sure. shit, you know, I'm out in public. Yeah. Uh, they take they can take their mask off in the showroom only to eat mm-hmm. and drink and stuff. So I think that's just kind of nerve wracking. Might be one of the reasons, yeah. but you're correct. Uh, it does the energy feels a little bit different. I'm sure for you guys, you've done a few shows, Jason. It's a little yeah. bit different being on stage during all this crazy times. For me, I feel like that's up to us to crack the code. And very true, right. very true. And it's like, you know. I, only only four years in, but still like 
early on, you know, you'd come off and be like, that crowd sucks. And then it's like, after a while, it's like, no, you suck. Because right. like, <laughs> guess what? The next guy got laughs. Shit. And it's, you, you really got to like crack the code, you know, as far as. Right. And I, I would say too, as an up and coming comedian, like, and like Scott said, maybe more so now they're coming to see the headliner. Yeah. So a lot of times for MC and feature, it's more difficult for you guys to get the crowd on board because they didn't come here to see you necessarily. Right. right. And so right. you're, you know, uh, Colleen and Daisy do a good job here of matching people uh-huh. up to the same, but you know, maybe your humor like, say uh, you opened for the Hodge Twins one time, and they were telling you to say a bunch of crazy shit <laughs> oh in the beginning that you were like, God. no fucking way, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you know, oh and God, because, yeah. you know, you'll get a crowd that's here for one person, and right. if it didn't get mashed up, well, you're telling jokes where no one likes them because it's just not your crowd where, that, right. you know, it's just um, the matchup is wrong, you yeah. know? It's like my one of my favorites is when uh, he was here, what, last weekend? Uh, Keona's. Uh-huh. I mean, he's a black comedian, but... He's doing a show where everyone. What else does that is matter, dude? No, <laughs> wait a minute. It, it fits in with what he's gonna. What I'm about Keonis to say. Is black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he comes in and he, I mean, he is in control of it because he'll come in and he'll say, "Hey, you know, thanks for coming out. I'm your diversity hire for the night." You know, <laughs> right, right, right. He, he, he makes a joke about yeah. it because it. If you don't know him, it wouldn't seem like a match. I mean, sure. it's as bad as it sounds. You know, like you don't expect to see a black comedian and then two white comedians, especially if they're kind of on different spectrums. Mm-hmm. But his comedy kind of can cover everything. Like yeah. he's, he's he's a really funny dude, yeah. and he's a great hype man. He is. He is watching him get everybody hyped up for like the next, like the feature act and the sure. headliner. I mean, it's <laughs> it's 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 got its own electricity. Ke- Keonis is a guy who will be he'll be successful in in a. All kinds of crowds. It yeah. doesn't matter if right. it's, you know, and I think to maybe some who aren't in it, like, you know, or who, who don't do this, like when you go and do black shows and it is, when, when the audience, audience is predominantly black or predominantly white or whatever, he's a guy who can go into any room. And, and do good. And can do good. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to put, uh, like... Tyler Walsh isn't going to be opening for uh, Tony Rock. Tony Rock, yeah, it's just sure. that wouldn't work. You know, yeah. the, the crowd wouldn't get his brand of humor. Whereas right. Kiona's could open for Cable Guy, sure, and or be an opener for a Cable Guy show, and it would still work in the room. Like his brand of humor yeah. would still cover it all. Yeah, but yeah, there's some people that unfortunately well, that you just, kind of get typecast into right. certain you know roles yeah. and stuff like that too, but. Well, and also, you know, I don't think it's just, I think a lot of uh, these guys can fit into, you know, it's just, it shows your growth as a comedian and, mm-hmm. and just like, you know, um, how you pro- every, every comic's going to be different, just like every human's different. And some guys will fit into everything. Some guys are in their own fucking lane. Right. You know, you've seen, you've seen it from super oh, yeah. famous people to, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It- no, it's just, it, it's almost like a challenge, and it's uh, when you do get put, say, on the wrong show or you know maybe matched. Uh, it's I think of it as kind of like a challenge, like okay, you know what turns like, you into a better comic. It, I think it really does, right? Because and a lot of this stuff is eating a lot of shit on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you grow from it, and you, well, I don't want to fucking feel like that again. That That's hurts. one of the things I've learned uh, being around this that I didn't know is, uh, you know, you really, 
you have to go up there. It's just like anything. You have to go on stage to practice your craft. Oh, yep. And during that, you're going to eat a lot of shit because yep. you're going to get a lot of rooms. Open mics especially. Oh, yeah. People who go to that don't even know what they're fucking getting into half <laughs> yeah. the time. They just, you know. <laughs> they're there or, to eat their dinner and they're like, right. who the fuck is this asshole telling me jokes now? <laughs> right. And so that makes it hard. And I feel like that's what makes the best comics is your struggles and trying to figure sure. out, like you said, workshopping, like figure it's your, like your view of yep. the pandemic is it's a code to break. The crowds are a little different, you know, that you yeah. have to figure out how to work it. And those, that creates the best comics dealing with that adversity, man. I agree. So uh, normally this would be the the time in the show where we do some uh, some news stuff that we had, but uh, we are in a different space and we don't have everything quite set up yet. Uh, we are uh, pretty excited to let you guys know that we are going to start doing video here very soon. So we'll also be available up on YouTube, uh, and we're going to do we're going to do a couple news stories, but it's going to be a little bit different than uh, we normally do until we get everything else set up. This was kind of a first run here at the funny bone doing it. But uh, I wanted to tell you guys about this awesome thing that I found on Reddit and it was from another podcast that I listened to. (laughs) And it's probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of, but I love it the most. It's called Plast. So if you go to Reddit and just search P-L-A-S-T-T, just make sure uh, you know it's not safe for work or children (laughs) because... What is this? P-L-A-S-T-T? I don't even know what it is. I'm writing it down. So it stands for... It's a pose, and it stands for pussy, legs, ass, smile, toenails, and tits in one single picture. Wait. So, so the rules of this this subreddit are you have to have at least three out of the six for them to approve your photo. And, I mean, it's a, it's a power move to show somebody your butthole on the internet. And there are a ton of – I mean, like, I think there are chicks on here that – like this is their this is porn for them. Like they're getting paid to do this, but there are definitely chicks on here that are one hundred percent amateurs just trying to fit in, and it is hilarious. Wait, there's chicks that are getting paid to make these poses, but there's I, also I have just, a feeling that there's chicks that this is what they do. This is their thing. Right. They're getting paid for these poses. What's something like that pay? Um, you know, I'm kind of interested. I mean, we need to come up with a guys only version, but hello. <laughs> I'm getting old. I got a burly butthole, dude. I'll put it right on there. Dude. I'm married now and shit. Who gives a fuck, right? Let me take this some bitch to the groomers first and then get that telephoto lens in there, okay? Back, back pain, scrum, butthole. Scrum? I mean, wait a minute. Get the fruit basket picture. <laughs> but yeah, this guy works that? with the scrum master. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Dude, I, so. <laughs> Is that one of those ugly fruits? What is that thing? I died. Uh, so I got switched to a different department in my job. So I, I uh, was doing claims processing, making sure that veterans' medical bills got paid. And right now I'm testing new software. So the development team that I'm on now, uh, part of the IT world, there's something called a scrum master. And he's basically the information gatherer. He's the one who sorts everything, makes sure everything, yeah, whatever it, <laughs> the exact uh, definition is, but we're on a Zoom meeting, and the guy goes, <laughs> he, he's he's talking to everybody. He's like, "Hey, my name is such and such. I'm a Scrum Master." And I started laughing out loud. I had to try to mute my mic. I ended up disconnecting from the call, and nobody knew why I was laughing. And uh, I yeah, I lost it. And then when we're doing our luncheon on Friday, they're like, they saw my sweatshirt. Or they yeah. no, I had my T-shirt on that says Door Guys Podcast, and they're like, "Oh, you do a podcast?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's not really safe for work." Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, like, yeah, it's not something that I just you know tell everybody about. It's because I work at a comedy club, and it's kind of more related. Like, I was trying to 
prevent oh, yeah, you don't them want from everyone listening, listening to, this, to it because that that scrum master might listen. <laughs> and then he's going to Google scrum on Urban Dictionary and he's going to be really disappointed that he has to call himself a scrum master. Uh, you get a f- what what is It is the backside of your ball, the wrinkly skin on the backside of your balls. <laughs> That is the Urban Dictionary. That's the Urban Dictionary <laughs> definition of scrum. Which a real scrum is like, you know, a rugby scrum or like a brawl kind yeah, of, like yeah. people mixing it up in there. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the fake scrum. The real scrum is under your balls. I got to yeah. trim my scrum. Good Lord, it's getting out of control. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's some of the most ridiculous. Like, it makes me laugh every time I hear it now. Wait, now that you had a t-shirt that said scrum master? No, no, no. I was worried oh. about <laughs> But now I, I might, now I might need one. Dude, you ought to. And, and take a picture of it, and people, what the hell is that? Have, like, a silhouette of, like, the balls in the background, but you can't tell what it is. <laughs> like, it is my just scrum. Like a faded silhouette. Hey, this needs to be off air so we can merch this shit and fucking sell it, dude. <laughs> yeah. no, someone's going to steal our idea. Oh, no. I'll, 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 I'll put All it ladies' sizes, by the way. Would <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a, is that a scrum bag? <laughs> so, yeah, that was my interesting thing that I found for this week. Uh, I found out that Pope Francis uh, was liking hot chicks on Instagram's pictures. Or one, just one, I think. Nice. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Good for him. I feel like the Catholic Church is getting pretty progressive these days. Yeah. They're allowing gay gay marriage, uh, I think they're cool about, maybe. Is that is that real? <laughs> I feel like I read that or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just checking out ass. I think That's the Pope came out and said something about allowing civil unions like yeah. the gays deserve the right. same That's rights as I everybody. Thought. Which I mean, if you're I didn't a human know you being, could change you, uh, God's laws, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not Catholic or believe in anything like that. <laughs> like I don't belong to any church, but I'm just saying. That's why kind of weird. You in the back of the room. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, in the chick's photo that he yes, liked, I don't I have pants on either. Oh, oh I would have definitely liked her photo too. <laughs> I mean, oh really? I did oh, not yeah. see her. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. T- I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the guy. And, no, <laughs> not at all. In, in her quote, it's like she's standing in front of lockers and she's wearing. Like thigh high stockings uh, with like a. Wait, she's in high school? Well, no. <laughs> it's Time a photo out. shoot. Well, you said it. She's standing in front of lockers. It's a, it's dude. a, it's a photo shoot. It could be a gym locker. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's six. Well, dude, I don't know. I'm, I was just happy that he's looking at a woman and not right. a little fucking dude. Dude, so that's <laughs> right. all. I mean, I, I don't care. The best sex related story to come out of the Catholic he, Church in quite some time. Yeah, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She praised the man. Her yeah. quote on Instagram was I can teach you a thing or two. Can't wait for you guys to see my October shoot on my site and he liked the photo of her ass so I mean <laughs> center a scrum shot yeah <laughs> uh, Pope scrum it <laughs> sounds like a Pope recent oh god uh, you know it's real gross is this Pope oh, scrum that shit's like down by his knees <laughs> oh. he's never been able to tug one out <laughs> that that dude is backed up for life his balls are bigger than my head yeah <laughs> oh, prove it <laughs> Oh, okay. So let me do this uh, awesome would you rather, and okay. uh, I'm going to apologize for your mom in advance. <laughs> um, sorry. Well, while you're mother. pulling that up, uh, this week is going to be Thanksgiving on Thursday. I personally am not going to be spending it with my family, which makes me kind of miss them. But there are there any uh, funny Thanksgiving memories that you have, Jason or Scott? <laughs> oh. I can remember one, but I was not with my family. I was with... Uh, Lay it on us. I was uh, up at school in uh, South Dakota for college, and I stayed there for Thanksgiving, and I was at this dude's uh, house who was kind of crazy. I won't mention his <laughs> name. 
and they had got their Chris like a live Christmas tree like uh, the day before. So they had a Christmas tree on Thanksgiving, and we we were partaking in spirits, and um, we were kind of sitting. They had a fire going. It was after eating, and I was sitting with this dude's brother by the fire. And we were just, you know, laughing and we break, we were breaking like pieces off of the tree and throwing it in the fire. <laughs> sure. And uh, we just kept doing it, laughing, whatever. And then this crazy motherfucker got up and like took the tree and just like stuffed it in the fucking fire, dude. What? Yes. <laughs> I like that It's like guy. breaking it off, stuffed it. And then there's so there's smoke just going all through the fucking house. <laughs> Their mom's pissed. The fucking sister's <laughs> yeah. crying because she thinks the house is burning down, dude. It was, wow. uh, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like I didn't, I didn't do anything. I'm the guest, but I was in trouble too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my f- craziest Thanksgiving <laughs> memories. We almost burnt this guy's house down. He said, I'll, I'll see your twig you threw. And right, that's it. exactly I what ra- it was. <laughs> I raised your twig an entire tree. <laughs> oh, you threw that one? I'm going to throw this bigger one. Yeah. That's, <laughs> how, that's how it went for about 15 minutes before the tree went in. <laughs> you could have took the angel off first, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I, don't, I can't think of any like real crazy Thanksgivings. I mean, just have, being younger, I worked... Uh, you know, when I back when I lived in Pennsylvania, I worked on an ambulance, and we did a Thanksgiving at the the fire station that I was at, and that was fun. I mean, we were basically running calls all day for people burning themselves with frying turkeys because they don't know how to oh, do that's it. Super dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't drop a, a frozen turkey into a fryer, and people just don't. They they tell you that every year they'll they'll put out videos. The news will hey, you put talk about it for grease. days, yeah. like. You know, don't do this, don't do that, and people would always do it. I mean, how many – we had so many Those are the same people and, that read Jason's memes and say that they're fact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody yells Jordan and bombs their turkey yeah. into the – Yeah. <laughs> now, that's a fire. Roll Charlie around. Hit you know who you are. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that th- those were always the interesting ones is, you know, having to run out on ambulance or fire calls, you know, because people are idiots. But other than that <laughs> – Nothing fun. The, the, the nice thing about that, though, is that, like, everyone, because our firehouse was on a main street in town, like, in... Uh, this is in Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania. It's in Steelton. Uh, it's called... The street is called Front Street, and one one side of the street is houses and businesses, and it was all... It's an old steel mill town, so the steel mill is on one side of the town, uh, on one side of Front Street, and then the, the town is on the other, and it's all built, you know, row houses, three, four... Story row houses, townhouses. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so there was a bunch of community involvement around the fire department because all the houses were built around us. And so if we were working and we had the bay doors open, people would bring us plates of food. Do oh, you guys need awesome. anything? Uh, that was one really cool thing that the community there was really supportive of the fire department because unlike Omaha, where it's all one big paid department, mm-hmm. uh, everything out there is separated and segmented into local departments for small areas. You know, we had like a four mile coverage area and that was it you know mm-hmm. so we didn't have a big area to, but we responded to all the other so like that's the old school way the old school way of doing it yeah, yeah. before it's they like, like started fighting to see who put out the fire yeah, yeah. after that but. like the city of harrisburg had its own paid fire department kind of like omaha does but like it'd be like omaha and ralston you know what i mean like right. ralston is still volunteer that's what we were. We were still volunteer. We covered just our area, but then we would get called into other areas as mutual aid. So, how long did you do that? Uh, I started. I became an EMT when I was right out of school and was in the fire department before I was even. I was like seventeen when I started doing that. Okay. As a junior, and then uh, 
by the time I did it till I was like 23, 24, something like that. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. No, no, 22. It's before I moved out here, but I mainly worked the ambulance. I wasn't big on the whole fire thing that I, I ran away from burning buildings, not mm. into them. I mean, I've went That's into them. smart. Yeah. I would be like that. I'm a coward, too. Um, yeah. yeah it, it's, I'm out. It's a different, uh, it's different when... When, like, you watch movies and TV shows and they're in there putting a fire out and you can see what's going on, that always drives me nuts because when you're in a fire, you don't see shit but the glow of the fire. You're doing it completely blind. So that's why there ends up being issues with people getting hurt and stuff like that. Like, one of the – they teach you all kinds of tactics to avoid that. You know, like, you never – you always make sure the hose is near you because you can always follow the hose out. Mm-hmm. You know, little things that you learn in training. And it, it's exciting. Do, don't get I me do wrong. I at the club sometimes. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the hose out. Where the hose at? I don't know. You got to be careful of the backdraft. I learned that from the mm. 1990 movie Kurt Backdraft. Russell. That was a that was a really Russell. good movie. I liked that one a lot. It was a great movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, that was the fun Thanksgiving that I had. Nice. <laughs> do you have any Thanksgiving uh, memories that are crazy? Well... Um, now this one, I'm kind of like, I can't remember if this was Christmas or Thanksgiving. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> right? What day for, is it? I mean, family gatherings, you know. Yeah. We, uh, so my, my grandma, uh, grandma Regan, uh, she, funny lady, she told me my first dirty jokes when I was a kid. And, uh, it was grandma, grandma, she did a little bit of drink. Grandma was an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, she, uh, grandma getting pretty sauced up. At every, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Now, my dad had seven brothers and sisters, and so I've got a lot of cousins. And so it was always cool. We'd always have, we'd have a big football game out in the street. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and it was, you know, get together with all of our cousins. We'd play football out there. Well, uh, Grandma was sitting on the front stairs, kind of leaning back, you know, resting her elbow on the porch. And I was about eight years old. And uh, Grandma, you know, she was sitting there sipping her tea. That was clear, and uh, it was vodka, and but they always told us it was it was that, that's grandma's tea. Don't, no, do not drink. Don't drink out of grandma's tea. And uh, so grandma's chugging that back. Well, I, my little brother was two at the time, and he comes walking up. My grandma goes and like spit her vodka on him, and just it, like on his face, <laughs> like just on, yeah, whatever. And he and he just. Booted her in the jaw. Oh, yeah. He, he, my brother Andy, he had the, you know, the little two year old, the two year old kids, uh, right. shoes, you know, big old cloggers and just, <laughs> oh, man. just, just fucking gave her a fresh one across the jaw. Oh. And I, I'm eight years old and I go run up. She, and she goes, ah, the little fucker kicked me. <laughs> I go, hey, Grandma, are you okay? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so that, that was how we got down. On Thanksgiving, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. That was that's when I was pre- eight. That's um, pretty good. That's yeah. awesome. What What's funny about that is you say your grandma had her tea that nobody else was allowed <laughs> to drink. Well, uh, my mom was a big. Uh, not, I don't say I wouldn't say she was a big pothead, but she used to indulge sure. in in the leafy substances. And mm, I remember I being, condone. Uh, yeah, same <laughs> hey, here. Go for it. I remember being a kid once in. Uh, I mean, they smoked cigarettes, so we were used to smoking. But yeah, uh, they were like. They had pulled their seeds out of whatever weed they got, and it was in the ashtray. And I'm like, what are these little green seeds everywhere? And they were trying to cover up for what it was, so they told us they were turtle eggs. And so my brain goes to... <laughs> Which is the craziest yeah, thing ever. Is that yeah. a thing? 
<laughs> my brain goes to uh, I'm like maybe seven or eight, and we're yeah. learning about animals in school. I think about sea turtles <laughs> and how they bury the eggs in the sand. So I go bury all the seeds out in the yard, and I grew my first little bushel of weed when I was like six years old. He seven committed years his old. first felony. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah, right next to the house, I just planted. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bury these eggs. They're gonna hatch, and then we'll have baby turtles. Imagine <laughs> when your mom came home one day and she's like, "Holy shit, weed's just grown in the yard now." <laughs> no, they're tomato plants. It's glorious. Officer, it's okay. <laughs> they're just they're just maters and uh, turtles. <laughs> okay, so here let let's uh, let's hit you up with this. Would you rather? It's really okay. fucked up. There's no right or wrong answer. Well, there is a wrong answer on this one. <laughs> I don't even know what he's gonna say. Yeah, let's see how wrong we can go. Okay, so would you rather randomly shit your pants once a week at work for the rest of your life, or? Get a boner every time you're around kids. Oh, <laughs> I mean, is there right. it really? A this, I mean, this one's pretty easy for me. Yeah, right. that's, that's actually how I leave early on Fridays. <laughs> 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 yeah, I shit myself again. I gotta go. Yeah, the, the, this one, uh, I was trying to think of something good. I think this one I made a little too easy. <laughs> yeah. I think there's only one way yeah, out of that one. Yeah, if you even, like, think about it, <laughs> yeah. I think we'll call the cops. Yeah. I committed right away. <laughs> but pretty good question, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty oh, not know. as fucked up as uh, some of the questions we've asked people, but I'm working on it. <laughs> All right. So we got uh, time for the Cheeto Challenge. All right. And uh, we did get, I did get a message from Billy while we were sitting here. Oh, did you? Uh, he said six. Oh, he said six. That works. So for you gamblers out there, the over-under on Jason is four. <laughs> and uh, we got Scott picking him to get six. I think Jason's a wild man. I think he's getting seven. Uh, Andres goes six. Billy goes six. So it's uh, kind of unanimous that he's got six. We really need... Um, let me go while you guys start this. Uh, Scott's got some music for you. I'm going to go get a trash bag so he can spit them out because, once okay. again, we fucked that up. <laughs> you know oh, what? Yeah. What about this? Uh, well, Colleen is using those to keep people <laughs> separate on tables. So She doesn't want me vomiting on it then? No, definitely not. <laughs> we, uh, You guys can't see this, but we marked our tables with like these little tablecloth things uh, so we could socially distance people at the club. A lot easier. Um, so, yeah, I do have some music for you. Let me make sure I got the <laughs> volume up. Oh, God. We do this for everybody. Uh, we handpick music to play while they're doing their Cheeto challenge. That's the Cheetos, folks. It's a fresh bag. Yes, yeah, so we're doing brand new bags now to make sure that there is no potential for exposure. And do, do you know what the seam on the back of the Cheetos bag is called? I have no idea. It's called a scrum. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the Cheeto Scrum. I can't be sure of that. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's get some music going. For the Chicago's Bear fan, we got the Super Bowl Shuffle. I love it. Now, you just motivated me. I'm going. That's what I'm rich. talking about. He's going to get seven. <laughs> Takes a swig of water. That's a new. That's a new. Oh, and he's doing the Super Bowl shuffle. This is going to go good. <laughs> yes. My name is Sweetness. I yeah, 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 that. yeah. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, I th now listening to one of the other podcasts. Uh, wait a minute. You just turned down the fucking I turned it down a little bit. He'll turn it back up when you start that. shoving yeah, them right. in there. I'm gonna do <laughs> now, wait. I can't chew? You can't chew. The thing is, you have to get them in your mouth. <laughs> 
without chewing or breaking them. If you break one and you can get both pieces out, you can put it. You can try again because, like, when I did mine and got the record, they were breaking as I was trying to put them in. What's the record? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so this I mean, guy's out of control. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's why. You know, I mean. They say mine has an asterisk next to it, but fuck them. I still am. I champion. say you got it. I got it. I was there. Can I? Can I handpick the Cheetos? Yes, yeah. you can. Yeah. People look for straight ones because that. What was, yeah, but yeah. good luck. <laughs> yeah, turn that music up a little bit. Oh shit! Let me jam back here. Okay, let me see. Four. He's looking for the Cheetos right now, doing the shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah And just whenever Yeah, yeah whenever go you, ahead, You're good go. to start He's eyeing them up And they have to be At least halfway in your mouth That's the thing Yeah That's if it. you get half in there Fuck We'll count it He goes one He's going left side That's what most people do Two to left side He did a two pack <laughs> Three <laughs> It's uh, a lot harder than it yeah. looks uh-huh. That's three Here's four. four This is a new style He's holding on to the end of all He's just trying to fit half in there Oh, shit. I don't even know what he's got now. Six? That's six going in there right now. Oh, shit. He got it. You had the overs once again. You were in the money. Seven? Oh, oh, oh. I hear some crunching going on. <laughs> that's because the mic is, like, right there. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> this, he looks like the he's guy going, with the million cigarettes sticking out. <laughs> he's going for the Tyler Walsh <laughs> chew spot. <laughs> on the front lip? Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's eight. That's eight. I think that's in there. I'm far away. Do you count that one? Uh. Uh oh, Scott. Scott's the champ. He's a I'll, real asshole no, judge. No, I'll go. I'll go. I'll give him nine right now. He's at nine right Holy now. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if he's gonna be able to get another one in there. <laughs> uh, he's gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't tell he's laughing at everyone in the mic? (laughs) He ain't giving up easily. I knew it. He's a wild man, dude. He's trying to squeeze this tenth one in there. This is this is realms that few people have gone, have ventured to. That last one won't count. Doesn't count he got nine. Is that nine? Nine. nine. That is huge. What in a performance. I was trying to say, you know, cut me, Mick. If, <laughs> if you just get a razor in this corner of my mouth, I'd have been able to finish all that. That is true. <laughs> or they would have all fallen out. One of the nine. Two. I'm probably, oh, you know, I didn't think I'd. I didn't think you'd get that many. I knew you'd get more than six. So fuck all you other door guys. <laughs> I was right this time. Now wait a minute. Where's that putting me on the on the board? We don't have the board here, but you definitely knocked someone off. Yeah, uh, probably Katie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so because damn big mouth. I had fifteen. Uh, Tyler Walsh had eleven. Vinny had ten. Actually, no, he knocks my wife off because she was on there and she's never yep. even been on the podcast. She just tries to uh, manage the show. Yeah, <laughs> to no to no avail. Ooh, Daryl just messaged me finally and said seven. Oh, hey, too wait. late, Daryl. Hey, he doesn't know. Put money on it first. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Say put money on seven. I don't know. Ten bucks. I'll, I'll go ten bucks. He does at least eight. Hey, let me make the bet. I'll yeah. go 50. <laughs> <laughs> Jason said he'll do 50. That was a pretty good showing, Jason. Do you have uh, any upcoming shows or anything you want to 
let the listeners know if they're in Omaha, you can come yeah. check you out or anywhere else. You, you know what? I'm actually going to be out here uh, this uh, this coming Saturday night. For oh, the, nice! Uh, Best Omaha show. I'm nice. MC in that one, and uh, it's going to be, uh, I believe, uh, Austin Anderson, Nick Allen, Co- Chris Covey, uh, Richard Reese, and uh, not. Uh, yeah, I'm. And I'll, I'm going to MC that one. So nice. That's on uh, Saturday, the 28th. Yeah. Yes, that's here. correct. Yeah. Uh, so this episode's dropping tomorrow. If you guys want to get tickets, uh, hit up the Funny Bone at funnybone.com, OmahaFunnyBone.com, and you can get tickets to that. Heck yeah! And then we're we are uh, doing a uh, we've got a new uh, open mic on Tuesday nights down at uh, Gate 10. Oh yeah, I haven't been there yet, but I uh, I heard yeah. last week was pretty good. The first yeah, week was went, last week went really good. Yeah, yeah, and it is all uh, masks, socially distanced. Everything is, uh, you know, everything required uh, to keep things running. So, is that the only open mic that you're still doing, or are you still do you doing any other ones still? Yeah, I mean, there's the uh, the bar. Well, what the heck? It just changed. Yeah, it yeah, was bar- partly, the, but- uh, and that was the. Wednesday the main nights. open mic, yeah. you would say, right in Omaha, yeah, they, and they, but they just sold the place, so. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, Greg just sold it, and then, uh, that was one that, uh, Dusty Stale, uh, you mentioned earlier. Him right. And a, him and, a, a uh, maybe Jack Comstock, I think they started that eight years ago, something like that, and then he'd I, passed, I believe that's correct, yeah. Yeah, and he, he'd passed on the, uh, oh, Jesus, he didn't pass on. Uh, <laughs> he, he passed he's still it. alive. <laughs> he, G- Dusty Stale is still alive, folks. <laughs> <laughs> his mom's listening. What? Oh, no. I don't know if Dusty's mom is listening. Uh, but no, he he passed Holy the shit. mic off to Tyler Walsh, and uh, Tyler's been running it the last year and a half or so, and uh, and so he's still running that one on uh, Wednesday nights, and then uh, Tyler and I are running that Gate Ten mic. That's awesome. Tuesday Tuesday nights at Gate Ten. That's Tuesday in the old nights, market. Yep, eight thirty. Catch some live comedy. You can catch me. Uh, that's where I test out all the jokes down there, and uh, some are shit, some are good, but we have a good time. Uh, he's also available for Rex Burkhead lookalike autograph oh, yeah. signings. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know if I'd use this, but I got your career stats. You and Rex is here. Uh, you were drafted <laughs> by the Cincinnati Bengals. That uh, is correct. You have uh, one thousand three hundred ninety-four yards on thirty-three hundred and thirty-six attempts. That's yep. a uh, four-point-one. Average per carry. And, well, I'm not uh, proud of that, but it also is, have uh, 14 touchdowns, dude. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, I'm doing what I can, boys. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's an honor. I'll uh, yeah go to work on Monday. You did good yesterday. Surprise me, in. Yeah, you know I'm a little busted up. But. I mean, it is uncanny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do tell a story. Maybe next time uh, you're on, if yeah. you would like to, you could tell that story. And uh, yeah. Uh, I just want to say before we get out of here, uh, our email is doorguyspod at yahoo.com. Uh, we don't say that. We said it a, a couple times in the uh, early episodes about uh, we give it out every time, but we're, I'm telling you again, if you have any questions, we're, we're noticing that we have a solid following now of people. Maybe it's the same people. Hopefully there's definitely a dude in Brussels. We see you, man. You listen every week. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. Do you guys it. have any questions or anything or comedians that you want to try us yeah. to try and get on here or any anything just email us and uh 
we'll respond for sure. And uh, I don't yeah, know, Scott, you got anything else? Yeah, we're uh, so on that same note is, you know, we're kind of we, we've gotten the green light to start recording the podcast here at the Funny Bone. That'll kind of nice. open us up to a little bit more access to people, I think. I do miss uh, the studio, but I this do is as best well. for social but distancing. for right now, this is, yeah, like you said, in it's Omaha, the best. Omaha's real fucking crazy right uh, now. So. Wear your masks, please. I know they're working on the vaccines and that shit's going to come and we'll have our time to shine again where we can pack this room in with 300 people mm-hmm. and you can you can have fun at the bars with your friends without having to worry about it but until we get there just be smart you know take the precautions that you can to help everybody else out uh, so that you know things like uh, Omaha spiking insanely bad right now yeah. don't happen i mean we want to keep this club open we want to be able to keep seeing live comedy mm-hmm. uh, we want we want to be able to get the interviews with the big names that are coming through. We've got one already that's told us he'll do it. Uh, we're not going to spoil that until he's in town, but it's going to – I mean, he's he's been in movies. You, you'll know him as soon as you hear his voice. So uh, we want to be able to keep bringing this content to you. King Kong Dong, I suppose. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he reached out to us. Uh, with his dong. <laughs> with his dong. Uh, tapped us on the shoulder and said, come on, boys, we're Leaves going. tracks in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, you can reach us. We're, we're on all the socials right now. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Door Guys Pod, Door Guys Podcast. Um, and like I said, very soon we're going to be on YouTube and we're going to start recording and doing that shit. And uh, you'll get to see our pretty faces every weekend. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. But uh, I do got gorgeous. some music uh, to bring us out. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming, Jason. Yeah, thanks a uh, lot, man. look forward to having thanks you back for, on the this show This a lot again. of fun, fellas. Thanks for having me. And uh, coming out for us today is the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.